Seems cool. He just needs a hot tub. one was too small t-shirt there's no triple xl's blood huh 
all of our merch, all of our merch doesn't come in trouble. Phobic on our uh, <laughs> considering at least three of us are probably a triple XL. What three? <laughs> oh, Brianna says, Brianna says it all the time. She says, You and I could be brothers. She's like, Are you sure? Like, your mom didn't go and like, fuck. I was like, ah, I don't know. You do look Cuban, uh, Cuban Steve. <laughs> Cuban Pete. Yes, I did in the academy. I'm never going back, bro. And then John, John would be the outcast. Four, four bald guys and a Jew. That was the name of our new podcast. Shaving my head, guys. All right, just do it, man. We call it. We call it four bears and a Jew. Four no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I don't like it. I just I downloaded it this morning. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was crossplay. literally just said I'm not wearing my headset for the PC I'm wearing my Xbox headset to you like 10 minutes ago yeah, but I downloaded it this morning so give me like two hours to make a make a guy I'm jelly I'll, I'll enjoy it though Finally, live. Yo, yo, after the long countdown, what's up, fellas? Data Room 65. Happy what's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. To it. I hope you guys, Happy uh, Thanksgiving. Hope you guys ate a lot of shit because uh, we got a lot of shit to talk about and we got to get it all out. 
like it. That was a that was a weird segue, but I'll take it. First things first, I need to know favorite Thanksgiving dish. I don't think we talked about this yet. Uh, we have talked about this. Well, let's, we let's, have. But have we talked about <clears> it because Fred and I agreed on it. We we have talked about it, and Fred and I agreed on it. Yeah, but that Max. was that was in the chat. That wasn't on the show. It was on the show. Was it, it was on the show. All right, all right then fuck mm-hmm. it. We'll skip it then. Screw it then. No, no, go, let's go no, back. No, to no, it's cool. Well, it's whatever. What's your favorite Thanksgiving? You're such a, just so upset right it's now. My mother-in-law's stuffing. Actually, my uh, aunt-in-law made it this week, this year, and it was just as good. It was sausage, raisins, veggies, all kinds of stuff. Excellent. It's a meal in itself. It's so good. Did you say sausage and raisins together? Is that even stuffing at that point? Don't knock it until you try it. Is that like a meat lover's fruitcake? Pretty much. Pretty much. And it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I'll, I'll let Fred answer for the both of us. I'm eating uh, chicken parm right now. Mashed sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. Mashed sweet potatoes. You ever have them with like pecans on top? Or some sort of no. almond? Almond? I haven't. I don't like it. I like it like that. Yeah, baby. Secondary is uh, deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. I gotta lower Steve because he's screaming into the microphone. Uh, what Double about, eggs. What about Carmine? So this year, uh, we, instead of doing the lasagna, we did the uh, we did the managot. A managot. So my mom's managot. So we uh we we do the Italian Thanksgiving where there's got to be some sort of pasta dish. Yeah. <laughs> Along uh, with the turkey and everything. It's not, it's not Thanksgiving, right? I'm coming it's to your house next dish. year. <laughs> I will tell you a funny story though, um, real quick. So my parents are sitting there, like right before Thanksgiving. I went over there for, for dinner and talking to my mom and everything. And she's like, Oh, I'm gonna make a charcuterie board, a nice charcuterie board. And my dad's my dad's sitting like a what? What? And she's like, It's a charcut. You don't like the charcut? It's a charcut. And my dad's looking at her, what the fuck are you talking about? What is a charcut? I said, Dad, it's an antipast. <laughs> He's like, he's, he's like, what do you mean a charcut? So I bring him a picture of a charcuterie board. I show it to him. He goes, why didn't you just fucking say anti-boss? What is wrong with you? They call it a charcuterie board. Big fight. <laughs> my God. That's, that my would God. cause a big fight. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I was just laughing my ass off. So it's, <laughs> it's a good not time. an Italian feast without yelling. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's yeah, a whole family gathering without some sort of fight. Some fight of support. But anyway, my parents, that's how my parents are. They just fight. Speaking of fighting, I'm not even going to pull an image up for this first one. But uh, <laughs> James Cameron seems to be fighting for the top spot in the world in movies because the the announcements basically are that Avatar 2, The Way of Water, just that one, not the rest, but that one needs to make over $2 billion just to make its money back. It's like I don't see how this is possible. It's it's nuts. I don't think it's not making cares. two billion. It's, it's, it sounds desperate. He sounds desperate. I don't understand how it needs to make. How, how did that one movie cost over two billion dollars to make? It didn't. It didn't. There's not it's a not shot point. in hell it, that it, there's it, no yeah. way. Yeah, maybe there's I no can way. see like not to, even two billion is still a lot, but like the next four because he's got so many that he's working yeah, on. Yeah, like, like if you add like, them all, all together, right, maybe. But they're saying so Avengers Endgame yeah. War together. Right. Avengers Endgame and Infinity War together cost one billion dollars to make. Right. 
right? Like we knew those numbers going in. They had to break a billion for both movies. To, to how is this one billion, one 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 movie, double that? It doesn't make any sense. It makes no it sense. Make sense. It makes no sense. And I'm pretty sure that. So, what from what I read, that it cost 400 million to basically film. I guess this the first one. The next one's coming out. And then you add in the cost of the special effects and CG and whatever, and the marketing budget. And the marketing budget is what inflates it to, you know, the gigantic numbers. I, I still yeah. think it's ridiculous and dumb, but marketing budget budget always inflates um, this these movies a lot. Like if you ever if you ever listen to like Kevin Smith and stuff like that, he goes in and like that's why he kind of went back to the indie route of doing his movies uh, because he was shooting movies for four million dollars. And then the marketing budget on them was 20. So they'd have to make 25 for them to make a profit on it. And he was like, this is insane. Like, it's not it's not a $20 million movie. So why do we have to make that much money? It makes no sense. You know? yeah. So the marketing budget always increases and inflates it. But, like, I don't understand how $2 billion is the number. That's a ridiculous number, if I'm being honest. But uh, it, yeah. it's, it's a desperate plea to beat Marvel again, in my opinion. <laughs> like, it's just... It's just all he cares about is just having the number one movie above superhero stuff. Right. Because like everyone else, he's got got to talk shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter though, man. He's on the same team. He re-released the movie to beat Endgame. Yeah, his ego is On the same team. (laughs) He's definitely running wild. That actually leads me into another kind of little side note that I forgot to mention earlier today. So did you guys hear that J-Lo, of all people, is talking shit now about the Marvel movies and the comic book movies? Oh my yeah, God, and so, so is Tarantino, and Sam Jackson gave him, told him, like, well, ta- the fuck is he talking about, basically? Now. Tarantino makes an interesting point. I don't agree that, with that, that point. the character, he basically said, for anyone who hasn't heard this, that the characters that the actors are playing are more famous than the actor themselves. Whereas <laughs> back in the day, the actor agree. was the one that made famous. So in other words, his example okay. is Steve Rogers or Captain America is more famous than Chris Evans. That's not a, it's not a, a, a horrible. No, I don't I don't agree because Iron Man was not the I most famous superhero and, and Robert Downey Jr. enhanced everyone's like enjoyment of that and, and a, made Iron Man more popular than he is. Right. Not my days. I'm trying to make is they, they used to make Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Right. They make a Captain America movie. It's not a Chris Evans movie, right? Right. It's a Captain America movie. They used to make Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, Sylvester Stallone movies, Tom Cruise movies. They, they didn't care. You didn't care who they, they were playing. It was their movie, right? And I would now, argue that The Rock is in that same boat. Okay. So if you say they're making an Iron Man movie, yeah. and then you go, you find out Robert Downey Jr. is not Iron Man. Are you going to be fucking happy about it? I mean, it depends on how good it is. And they made a Black Panther movie no, without the original no Black shot. Panther. You know, and and it I think was better than the first. That was one. different circumstances. I understand. It was better it was, than the first one. Yeah, but even still, T'Challa's not in that movie. It was better than the first one. Well, here's an example. They replaced I don't the Hulk. Agree with that. And you don't think, nobody you, cared. you don't think Wakanda Forever was better than the first Black Panther? Nope. You are out. Can we kick him out of this group now? Nah, I like, I like having differing opinions. He looks more like me than you do, so I can't, I can't do it with a good conscience. <laughs> that was the most egregious thing you've ever said on here, Fred. You say so. But there was, but like, just give an example. Like, you know, they made 
you know, they, they kept going with the Hulk, even though the actor changed. They kept going with War Machine, even though the actor changed. I think that is the point that Quentin Tarantino was making. It's not necessarily a bad point, but it's a case-by-case thing, right? Because I don't yeah, think I, Chris Evans elevated Captain America. I think he just he played. No, but well he became he became Captain America. Yeah, but you could have switched him out with someone else. John Krasinski could have played Captain America, and we would have still liked the character. If you started with it, but at that point, he he became okay. Captain America. At that right. point, Rob Down Jr. is Iron Man. Yeah, you can't just swap out. Right. Yeah, but it will be years after the other one did it. I mean, it doesn't matter though. But, like, but that's, it a good, does, that's a good example. Of there's a closure. There's a closure to that actor's saga or trilogy. Not really? And that yeah, there is, there and then they'll move on to the next. No, but to the to Carmine's point or Quentin Tarantino's point. They're not making like a, a Ben Affleck movie when they do the Dark Knight or or not Dark Knight, Batman or Superman. They're making a Batman movie or Robert yeah. Pattinson's perfect example. It wasn't a Robert Pattinson movie. It was a Batman movie that he happened to be in. So I'll like, actually argue that the example. only Batman that's had closure is is uh, Christian Bale. The rest of them really oh, have. Yeah, they all ended up like prematurely, essentially. But yeah. to me, at least I don't know. That's it, a different uh, way. So of think of Travolta, John Travolta, mm. like. He became a star because of Greece, not Greece being a popular movie because of John Travolta. Well, so so Greece, that one movie helped elevate his career, but the character, um, I can't think of the character's name now, is not more yeah, popular than John Travolta. You know what I mean? Like that's the point. Yeah, but he making. played the character. Is that's that's the point he's making though? Is that John Travolta went on and the character stayed in Greece? Yeah. But now Iron Man will continue. Yeah, because you're not going to make Grease all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, but Iron Man will continue without Robert Downey Jr. Captain America will continue without Chris it, Evans. You know what I mean? That's it hasn't, though. It hasn't continued without him yet. Captain America has. Well, they because they pass it to somebody else. No, that's my, that's but thing, his though, Steve Rogers yeah. didn't continue. Like the Terminator doesn't continue without Schwarzenegger. It's just gotten it worse did. and worse. No, but it's gotten worse and worse. It's never been as good as the first one. As the first yeah. two, I should say. But, but like, I understand Tarantino's point. I My too. problem with Hollywood going after it. going after the Marvel movies right now, because I've seen a lot of people saying, like, Marvel movies are the reason why studios don't spend money on, like, smaller movies Which now. It's bullshit. Absolutely it's bullshit. Yeah. It's absolutely bullshit. John the Wick was a why... small movie, and John Wick's got four of them now. Uh, Come on. That's the bullshit. real reason Make a good why movie. studios don't. To spend money on smaller movies nowadays as as often as they used to is because of streaming services because yes. they're not getting the ROI on their investment. Right, it's not Marvel's no. fault. It's not Marvel's yeah. fault. The, the whole the whole landscape of making movies, the business of making movies, has changed yep. in the past thirty years drastically, severely drastically. Like you can't it's a, like a studio like Warner Brothers is not going to fucking spend. Eighty million dollars on a rom com, you know, right, that's that they're not going to get their money back in the theaters on. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. not going to happen nowadays. Like it's just, and but they're Disney's blaming Marvel too. and they're blaming Disney and everything like that. And it's, it's just jealousy. Like, it's all jealousy. But Disney's feeling the same thing. Lightly, Lightyear was a bomb. Nobody went to see it in theaters. Yeah. They waited for it to come out on streaming. This one that just yeah. came out, the lo- the Lost World or whatever they called it. Same thing. Like it did not make the money back. People are did not go see it because they know in a short month and a half it'll be on Disney mm-hmm. Plus and you don't need to go to the theater. Look, I've been, I've been, I haven't gone to see movies because I'm like I'll just wait. It'll be 45 days. There, 
there's there's movies that you need to see in a theater and there's movies you can wait for like a, a marvel movie god knows everywhere you look you're getting spoiled that that's the type Pretty of movie much, yeah. where people are gonna go out and see it in person right. if you wait the a theater. week then the theater room episode, whatever, is going to spoil the entire thing exactly. for you. So yeah. you need to go see it in theaters exactly. the day. Well, that's the thing out. is, back in the day, it used to be every movie that you would go out to the movie theater to see because you'd have to wait, you know, almost a year for it to come to videotape or DVD right. Right. for yep. you to be able to watch it. And then even longer Shout for Blockbuster. Yeah. You know, and then even longer for the, it then to come on to like cable, like HBO or something like that. Right. Yeah. Like, and then if you didn't have HBO, like you'd have to wait even longer for it to hit like TBS for you to get the edited version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but so, it's been a long time since a movie was on TV. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize I was on TV yet. I mean, it just happened so fast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because no, now they're, they're in the movie for like six, they're in the theaters for like six months at most, usually know, three. Uh, J-Lo in, in particular is the one who made the comment about like studios won't make small movies anymore because of things like Marvel and DC. And first of all, I mean, was J-Lo ever making a big movie before? Like, you know, no. Money Train was probably yeah. the best movie she ever made and she was barely in it. And and I agree with you. Like small movies are being made. You just have to stand out, though. You have to have you have to have like a, a get creative. Yeah. Like John Wick like, is the best example. That movie was a small budget indie film that focused on making action and having the actor do the shit himself and did it in such a way that there's four movies deep now and they have TV shows coming out, a whole spinoffs, all kinds of shit, you know, and I'm sure we can think of other ones if we really dug down into it. But that was, that was also a movie. Like you had Keanu behind it and the studio realized we can make a franchise out of this. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, they know what, what movies you could turn into a franchise if the first one ends up being a hit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, they try too that's, much that's to make the everything. To have a franchise for every freaking movie at this point, because right. that's the only way you're going to end up making money on them. So, and John Wick, admittedly, they can they don't have to make a billion dollars on John Wick for it to make money. They have to make, you know, whatever whatever it winds up being like five million dollars because it's probably a four million dollar budget or something along those lines. Yeah, it's you know, for, for them to make money. So for, for a studio, it's cheap for them to do something like that. It does uh, make me think, though, that a movie like Dread, the Carl Urban version, mm-hmm. was was just didn't come out at the right time. I feel like if that came out within the last, say, six years, seven years, something like that, it would have performed so much better because it had the comic book property going it had the fans going. But it was also a smaller film that didn't require a big budget and had the world building in just one movie that, you know, people are begging for sequels now. But yeah. But anyway, that's that's besides the point. And, um, and not for nothing, but A24 is putting out really, that's good really solid movies on a regular basis right. that are not like blockbuster movies, and they're doing pretty well. They can so, a trilogy of horror movies in one year. An entire trilogy. Horror movies in have always been year. Hollywood's like bread and butter, though, because it's, it's they're super cheap to make, and they always make money. Right. So fucking Even bad movies. movies. Whatever reason. Quentin Tarantino. Now he wants to do a TV show. I'll go see it though. Yeah. I'll watch it anyway. But so let's move on. Let's move on. That's just a silly conversation. It's just interesting that like Sam Jackson, who obviously is a big fan of Tarantino and working with him, is basically telling him he's fucking out of his mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's you know, but I think though there's there's a lot of bitterness behind people, the, these directors who are making those kind of comments because yeah, they're because they're not making the, money, making the money that Disney is making. And but my thing is people I are still some money though. I, for for Tarantino and like and like uh Scorsese and them, like these guys are guys that like yeah. 
love the movie business. No, like, but yeah, you know, I know it's like it's an, an art and all that stuff to them. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a popularity thing, and they're right. not just they're not popular anymore. And, and uh, like, it's all, it's all make a better movie. I I don't know. Right, but it's all in context. If you take a look at how Quentin Tarantino said his comment. He wasn't angry when he said it. He was just kind of kind of saying, this is my opinion. This is my, the fact that he believes the character is bigger than the star. And back in the day, the actors were bigger than the characters they played. Yeah. But Steven Spielberg, when he made his comments, that was very much, or not Steven Spielberg, uh, Scorsese, when he made his comments, that was right after Irishman. And Universal, people just didn't yeah. really like that movie. And he was just upset because instead of being like, yeah, maybe I made a shit movie for four hours that I didn't need to do, he just wanted to blame Marvel about it. And that's, yeah. um, you know, I sat there for the entire fucking runtime of that movie. And I'll tell you right Me now, too. it was fucking shit. It was boring and it took forever. You could see that 90 year old people were trying to act like they were 40. Wait, it wasn't wasted good. cast. Yeah. Completely yeah, wasted. Yeah. Joe Pesci was in it for seven minutes the entire time. Like, come on. Come on, bro. Pesci. But anyway. Not the whole anyway, yeah. let's let's start with the the some of the major stuff. Um, let's see. We got a DC news. We got Mario Brothers. We got Star Wars. And we have Guardians of the Galaxy. What do you want to start with, Steve, since you didn't watch any of it? What are you talking about? You yelled at me for giving you spoilers. I don't want to hear your shit. <laughs> you gave me spoilers on one thing. Let's start with you that, You did actually. spoil, though. Wait, you did and spoil. I, yeah, I watched you were like, the no Mario spoilers. Trailer. No spoilers, guy. That is. No, I didn't give any spoilers. Uh, let's, start with, let's start with the DC. Let's start with the DC news and get the get the, the black get the hole out of the way. All right, all right. All right. Let's get the bullshit <laughs> out of the way. Let me pull up the image here. We're going to start. We'll start with uh, Carmine. We've heard from you a lot about DC. So let's go to Fred, actually. Uh, James Gunn, basically. So we all know James Gunn is basically the Kevin Feige type for the DC universe at this point. He's got a partner who's handling the finances while he handles the actual creative side of it. He said, I was reading, I think, yesterday that uh, his inspiration for building out the DCU, once his movies, once his like reign starts, essentially, is to follow the Star Wars formula. And what he meant specifically was that from the moment he starts releasing shit, books, games, movies, TV shows, animation, whatever it is, will be in one giant universe and everything will make will be within a continuity. So this way there's no confusion over who does what, Good. who goes where and stuff like that. So what do you think about that? I love it. It's the way it should be. And if it's done properly, it'll by far be greater than what we've already gotten from DC. It's just I, you have the blueprint. Marvel continuously shows you every year the blueprint and just do it, man. Just absolutely do it. See, I find it interesting, though, because the games and the Marvel side do not follow are not in the same kind. So he's going one no. step even further. And if if anything, they're creating their own universe to go like against the That's movies. What it seems like, right? What do you think, though, Steve? Does that make you excited or are you still just kind of like fuck DC? Fuck DC. That's where I'm at with it. <laughs> Until they um, change my mind, I'm, that's it's always going to be fucked. But DC, now, what, let me ask you this question: What's it going to take to change your mind? Like just one. I, that was going to be my question. Wait, hold on. He's pouring a drink because he's got more important shit to do than talk to us on oh. the theater room. Pouring <laughs> a drink is way more important than DC. <clears throat> so it, it it'd take a couple good movies. One good movie, and eh. give me some consent, like consistency back to back to back see, but i'm torn though steve because you're not going to see those movies so <laughs> i'm going to see them um but you carmine how does that make you feel 
I mean, it's a smart it's a smart way of going about it. See, uh, Warner Brothers has the unique opportunity here where they still own every IP in every sector, right? So Marvel, like we were talking about earlier with the with the video games, what well, does Warner Brothers own it or Discovery? Well, Discovery now because they bought Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers Brother Discovery. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Warner Brothers Discovery. It's all the same thing. So. Yeah. Um, but nothing split. Like there's no like the video games are owned by Warner Brothers. Right. Like the comics are owned by Warner Brothers essentially because they own DC yeah. Comics at this point. They own everything. Yeah. So they own everything. Whereas like Marvel Studios owns the movie side, the merchandise side, but they don't own the video game side. You know, there's certain certain characters now that we know that like with the spider-man shit that they're still owned by sony hulk's technically still owned by universal there's disputes on this that and the other thing so you can't do a f like marvel's never been able to do a full media blitz as far as keeping the comics continuity with the with the um with the movies and and everything else because they don't even own the comic like disney doesn't own the comic side of it either right, right. you know so you know, there's all these different ways that they had to go about kind of doing things. So Warner Brothers, I think, or Discovery, whatever you want to call them, are in a unique position now where they can actually do this plan. And I think if they do it right and James with James Gunn in charge, it's going to knock it out of the park. My concern, my only real concern is that I, I don't I don't mind. I think it's a good idea to have everything follow this one major continuity. It is a good way to stand out and be a little different than Marvel. But yep. we've seen it kind of cause problems for Star Wars in the sense that like story or continuity or whatever starts to almost take over priority versus telling a good story. Like in other words, with the with the sequel trilogy, for example, you know we had one movie that kind of changed some like a lot of things that we were kind of established in a way that got a lot of people excited, but it also scared people. So then in the next movie, they just retcon all of it and just get, go the Emperor's back and all these things back because everyone wants that and try to course yeah. correct. Almost to the detriment of the movie. Not almost. I mean, to, that movie sucked. So, to the detriment of the movie. So that's my that's one concern. And then the other concern is, I don't want everything to have the same feel. Whereas James Gunn has a very kind of quirky, you know, style where everything's kind of there's a lot of there's a lot of heart and humor in this stuff. But there, it's all it doesn't. None of it feels very heavy. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. None, none of it feels very like uh, deep. And then. Yeah. If everything feels that way, then it's just going to get stale quick. So there still needs to be some stuff that's like darker, that's a little more. Um, but uh, I think that comes down to picking picking the right people to for the right projects, right? Well, that's like, the other thing. Marvel's been, you know, well, Marvel's been able to one their own voice. You know what I mean? That's, well, that's another question. To, yeah, they've been able to pick the right people for the right projects. You know, yet you put the Russo yeah. brothers on American Winter Soldier. You put Taika on Thor Ragnarok to kind of change the whole franchise. I have a thought around. on that, actually. What's, what, what well, you there's something. There's, I, if it's what I think it is, there's something yeah, it, there, going on. There's shit brewing right now. Yeah, there's a lot of shit brewing with Taika. We'll get into that after this. Yeah. Well, let's get into uh, it now. What, what's uh, what I, are referencing? Take it away, uh, Chris Hemsworth and is basically saying that he does not want to do another Taika Thor. He's like, I'll come back yeah. to the character if Taika is not directing this movie. Uh, he, he's fed up. He's fed up with the, the weird, quirky, goofy Thor yeah. at this point. Because he knows yeah, he, he's, he's like he, he's a he's a gimmick of himself. Yeah, because he knows that um, Taika. They let him run a little too free with the leash, mm -hmm. 
and he basically ran Thor he, or ran the concept of Thor into the ground. His version of Thor. Because he didn't, he didn't name Taika specifically, but he said something like uh, these visionary directors or something along yeah. those lines. Like, yeah. he's like, I'm tired. I don't want. I really feel like working with Thor with another visionary director because I feel that he create he makes Thor the butt end of all the jokes and everything like that. And yeah, we have like Thor's been finding himself for across like nine movies at this point. Right. You know. So yeah. it's and it's wild because the best version of Thor, in my opinion, was uh, the Russo brothers' version. Seeing him in Infinity War and Endgame, even if making him the jokey fat guy, he was still, when it came down that Thanos is back, you know, when he's like, let's kill him properly this time. Like, it was a straight to business. I'm going <clears> to <throat> fuck somebody up. He had a good up, mixture like, of humor and depression. Yeah. Yeah. They, they yeah. Really kind of walked that line well. But that leads me to yeah. another another concern that I just thought of with uh, James Gunn doing what he wants to do with the DC. So the problem, like there was an argument to be made. I didn't really agree with it, but with Marvel, that in phase from phase two to the end of the Infinity Saga, basically all the movies kind of followed a very similar pattern: very quippy, very jokey. Give us something serious, cut it with a joke, you know, end it with a world-ending thing, and then move on. And people complained about it, right? However, to me, I mean. Most of phase two and all of phase three is pretty much hitting every cylinder we want it to hit. And every, every movie is just excellent. Then phase four comes around and they start giving these, you know, indie directors and whatever, like more control over the type of movie they want to make. And we all can agree. Phase four is not has not been the greatest phase of the Marvel world with movies that it's ran too long, one. that wanted to be funny, but ended up being corny, that didn't land in the action. So, you know. Is DC gonna have like James Gunn kind of put his touch on everything and just keep it consistent, or are they well, gonna think, give these directors more control over how their movies are finished? You know what I'm saying? How, how I, I think is. I think DC is gonna run into that problem eventually. They're gonna have um, to, right? Well, I think it's I think it's kind of like par for the course for this style of a franchise, right? Because eventually you have to have that like after watching everything in Phase Four, like we just did, right? Like we just went through all phase four for the past couple of years and you know we've all kind of agreed that it's like the passing of the torch and the wrapping up of certain storylines and setting up what's going to set up phase five and six or whatever right, right. what's up what is worse? so you, you kind of had to have this phase be that way and unfortunately it's not the most entertaining thing to watch yeah you know so yeah. i think when when dc gets to that point where they have you know uh, a series of you know nine movies that go across or whatever however he's planning on doing it with shows and everything else that winds up culminating in a big event they're gonna have to do a similar type of like recap setup right. phase or whatever you want to call it afterwards and it's it's gonna run into the same problems that, that marvel's running into right now i feel like uh, I, I just hope um he doesn't go overboard and, do, and does too much too quickly like right it, take spend time with the character get the quality down on the movie move on to the next project don't don't spread yourself thin like kevin's doing right now because phase four you could tell kevin just uh he wasn't 
fully invested in every project because every project was just like doing its own thing and it was just some were good some were okay some were bad like it was just like a jumbled mess and um i i think adding the tv shows and that many tv shows into the mix is kind of like spreading marvel too thin where they need to kind of hone it and yeah be more quality I agree. I mean, I guess the real question is, did we get so much from Marvel over this two year span? Like because of COVID, so they just kind of crammed everything into two years or were they, was the plan always to give us like four shows and four movies? I think it was always the plan. You know what I mean? Cause that's, it has been a lot. And while I love, you know, I basically watch all the Marvel stuff and I really have no problems with any of it. it, You know, there is an argument for the fatigue that people were worried about kind of hitting full effect here in phase four. I think, I think the plan for the shows was always supposed to be this way. I think the movies got yeah. jumbled because there's a whole year where they had delayed because of COVID, right. which right. that was where Black Widow was supposed to come out. That's where uh, a couple of the other movies. Well, originally Doctor Strange was supposed to come out a lot sooner and they got pushed yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think they all got... Thor, Love and Thunder, I think, was supposed to come out a lot sooner. That got pushed back. I think the shows, the plan was always this type of yeah it's like always have basically a, a, a marvel or a star wars show on. Ever, yeah ever since they launched disney plus it was yeah. star wars and marvel is going to be coming at yeah. you every couple of months <laughs> just nonstop. Like, um, yeah. buttersworth says what's up to one shot he also agrees that uh james gunn should baby step the dceu and i completely yeah. missed this uh fred but trigun uh, wanted me to kick you out of the chat so uh, <laughs> I somebody but like going going back to what you were saying about the Star Wars thing, like we ran into that problem where they decided to give us a Star Wars movie every year, and we got Star Wars fatigue from it. You know, those those uh, the the last three movie movies a year, and people got Star Wars fatigue. Yeah, three four movies from Marvel and three or four shows. I don't think yeah. it was Star Wars fatigue. I think it was just bad Star Wars. I think well, not even bad Star Wars. I think they just chose the wrong movies. Like Solo is not a bad movie at all. But nobody no. needed a Han Solo origin movie. We all, no one cared. Yeah. But yeah. with that being said, the Solo movie was still better than the trilogy. Like, well, yeah. better. It was better than. Oh, the last I, I, the trilogy. It was I mean, definitely do, better do you, than uh, you know the, 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 the Skywalker the, Return of Skywalker. Do you think the new it, trilogy was not good? Do you think it cuts down on uh, potential like value of the film? What do you mean? Like it could, it could have been better if they waited another year. I, yeah, I, if they if they're rushing it, absolutely. Maybe. I think the, the visuals could be better. I think the pacing could be better. You know, I also think the marketing could be different because we're at this part, we're at this moment right now where we're all we're getting is a trailer a few months before the movie comes out, a couple of teasers, one more trailer, maybe like a final look, and then all this like behind the scenes stuff. But within like a six month span, and then the movie's out. Whereas before, yeah. I feel like there was a lot of buildup for like a year, year and a half of these things that were coming out. And it really got us pumped about it, you know. But you know, who knows if they're going to stick to that again? If that's a COVID thing, or you know, what the what the problem is. But uh, anyway, uh, since we're talking about comics, we're going to switch over to Marvel. Um, I mean, we're all in the end. I would say, just as like a final capper on the James Gunn thing, I think we're all excited that James Gunn is officially taking over DCU. Anyway, oh, 100%. you know, I don't think anyone's really really upset about this. It's just questions right there's always questions in the air yeah buttersworth says zuplex is going to say the solo movie is better than the lord of the rings trilogy everything's uh, better than the lord of the rings trilogy like i don't understand that's kind it's of not like, a question so yeah that's kind of a weird uh a weird comment there buttersworth but anyway 
Um, let's talk Marvel. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special came out on Friday. We're going to spoil the shit out of it. So if you didn't watch it, then get the fuck out of here. Steve, I know the frames are dropping. Out of here. I don't know. I don't know why they're dropping. Internet sucks. But uh, I apologize for those watching. Thanks for at least listening to us because you probably can't tell that we're moving around. But anyway, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So this was, in my opinion, just okay. I didn't uh, love it. It's a clear setup for Guardians 3. It did give us some bombshells in the Marvel world. But, uh, Steve, since you actually watched it, let's hear your thoughts. I didn't, I, I didn't watch it. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you spoiled it for us. You spoiled I it for spoil shit. You did Listen, spoil it. Let's talk. In, in the I comments, didn't say anything about who comments, his sister was. In the comments. The fact that he had of, one was a spoiler, dude. And I mean, right. it, it's common sense if you watch the second one because he had all these it's he had all these sense. children. He had all these children, so he had to have a fucking sister out there somewhere. Did they confirm in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 that, that he had a sister? Did they confirm that? No, I don't know. Not infer it. I don't know because I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> technically, technically I've speaking, watched it multiple times. He had many, many brothers and sisters, but they were all dead. But they were all dead, right? So as far as we knew, he was the last living relative of Ego. Then in this one, they dropped the bombshell that he does have a sister, and his sister is none other than none other than Mantis. And Steve texts us in the comments for anyone who's interested in this silly argument, like, "Oh, do they establish that she that he has a sister already in the movies?" And I, me and Fred go, no spoilers. And he goes, I didn't spoil anything. Look, I just assumed you motherfuckers watched it. Because if I watched it before you, there's an issue. I mean, to be fair, Steve's not wrong there. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's not wrong there. Still. He never watches anything. He finally watches something and like, don't, just don't, and, you, don't and you're unhappy about you, it. You guys get a punch. Like, uh, we wait till Tuesday to spoil everything. Right. So yeah. You have to wait till Tuesday. You have to wait till Tuesday. Sure. But anyway, so Mantis is his sister. I thought that was a, one of the sweeter moments in the uh, movie. In the, uh, I guess it's a movie. A uh, short. It was only about a half hour. Yeah. But it was top. 45 minutes. It was top. So the whole premise, just for anyone who hasn't watched yet, is that uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy now own, here's the other bombshell, they own Nowhere. They bought it from the collector. Yeah. That's their base of operations, which, Carmine, you correct if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that is their base of operations in the comics as well. Um, I think in the newer books, I, I think in the originals, because this get with the with the Guardian stuff, it gets real cluttered because there's like an original storyline, then they went away for a really long time, and then they brought back the Guardians after the movie was kind of good, and like in the in the comics, Ego's not Peter's father, right? I knew that. Yeah, and the base of operations is where the place that Peter's father owns, which isn't nowhere. In the Ego. original book, it's the living planet. No, no, oh, not in e the comics. In the comics, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, that's what I'm saying. In the movie, he's a planet. What are you talking I about? I think in the newer books, they wind up buying nowhere, and that's where their base of operations is. But it's it's convoluted when it comes to Guardians. So they basically yeah. put that into the Star into the MCU canon now. So Guardians yeah. operate out of nowhere. Uh, they see that Peter's upset because he can't find Gamora. We got, we got the appearance of Cosmo the space dog, right? And you know, it was it didn't it wasn't annoying. I, I can't no, imagine no. Cosmo being a part of an entire movie, though. Um, but I mean, oh, I think I think Cosmo's gonna have a big part in the. In no, the they in confirm Guardians that school. Cosmo is going to have yeah. a big part, but like you know, I guess again, uh, James Gunn knows how to do weird characters and strange creatures and all that kind of shit. So like, well, Cosmo's an original Guardian of the Galaxy, right, you know. So. Right. So it, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. He he gave us a talking tree, a talking raccoon, 
Starro. Like, I mean, he gave us characters I never thought would actually yeah. be cool in a movie, and they all were amazing. So, you know, what do what do you think of Swole Groot? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That's, I guess uh, he, did gun, um, he did say that he wanted to make it more and more clear that this Groot is not the same Groot from the first Guardians movie, even though he's been saying it since the first one. So they wanted him to grow in a different way, which the uh, the choice was to make him fucking fucking the Schwarzenegger of growing trees, talking trees. Mm-hmm. That's so, what uh, he I, called I, him. I, I, Groot. I watched an interview with him. It's fucking yeah, great. That's a great name Groot. for it too. But he was cracking yeah. up, dancing to the that band playing the silly song. Uh, that was, that was cool. like the best part is just seeing him in the crowd dancing and going crazy like a teenager would or I something. Gotta, I do think man, like there was a lot of really like laugh out loud moments for me in this in this special. I really liked it. Like I know it was just kind of like it was like kind of like okay or whatever. But as a Christmas special, where that's the focus of it, I thought it did its job. Well, I hope I hope that they do stuff like this I think is what, what I want to see more of. Yeah, 100%. This and Werewolf by Night are just it fun, is fun. fun things yeah. that you know. Kind of mind, they don't need to tie into a movie. I mean that it's not necessary for that to happen. So I liked it. I thought I you know overall I thought it was good. I just wish it was longer. I didn't. I thought it was too. Short. Uh, I thought I thought it was a little short. I thought it was a little short, but it was way I, too I short. Didn't want to spend the money, but um, like Drax and Mantis, I was dying. Well, one of my favorite Drax lines or moments is when after Kevin Bacon basically tells him like, "Yeah, no, go fuck off. I'm not, I'm not opening the door." And Mantis looks at the gate and goes, "Do you think you can throw me over there?" And before she can barely finish it, he's just tossing her over the gate. Like, and then when she's like, "I said, I wanted you to do it when I was ready," he's like, well, "How am I supposed to know that?" Like, that's just that cracked me up. That was pretty funny. No, when, when they when they go into the gay bar and uh, the guy's like, "Do you want to dance?" He's like, "Dancing's for pathetic losers." Yeah, <laughs> it's consistent. He's definitely consistent. You know. Yeah, oh, with the little yeah. with the gnome, the garden gnome was funny. Yeah. The elf. I mean, you know, it was definitely the humor for sure. I think this is yeah. the most touching moment for me. Was uh was um was in Nebula giving Rocket Winter Soldier's arm yeah. as a Christmas? I, I didn't get. I didn't, I didn't like it. Why didn't you like that? Why? That's a That's a well, how did he get it? How, how James Gunn said that she went and overpowered Winter Soldier because she's more Christmassy and took his arm. Yeah. Why do you even know how she got it? She got it. Who cares? That's stupid. Why is that so stupid? He, because he just gave away or got no. uh, I mean, T'Challa's fucking... arm taken from that he was that he everybody gave everybody welcome cynical friend. Nebula the vibranium arm from not? Wakanda. He just Christmas special friend. Yeah, you don't okay. Think Nebula would have been able now, to do that? Is Winter Soldier's walking around with no robot arm now, or no, does he have the old Winter Soldier arm back? He, he called Shuri and she was like, Oh, don't lose this one. You know, yeah. you <laughs> gave him another one. A hundred different ways that she could have got yeah. Like, whatever, man. I, they should have showed him getting a new arm then. As well, as well you don't know. Is the next holiday special is going to be called Winter Soldier Christmas Special. It's going to be him trying to get his arm yeah. back uh, from Rocket uh, Raccoon <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> Oh man! I thought Kevin Bacon was awesome in this. Like, yeah, yeah. Kevin Bacon was awesome. He was, he was know, silly, but like, he was, you know, again, the Christmas yeah, thing. Like, it's meant to be like that. Like, I like the it was, soundtrack. It was a good silly though. God, yeah. Like non-traditional holiday songs. Yeah. Like it opens. It opens with the Pogues. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it. Like it was. It was solid. They gave us a bunch of non-traditional holiday songs. I thought that was kind of cool. You know, um, I was laughing it, at a uh, Star Lord just like listening to their song and like that's not no that's not that's not Christmas. I don't no, know. That's I, not I love right. that song. I love that song. It was very though. entertaining. It, the great. song was good. That's my new favorite Christmas song. 
I did think it, it was, was so catchy. It was interesting it was when really Mantis catchy. saw the uh, the Captain America, you know, uh, uh, guy in the costume, and she called him Steve and ran at him. You know, like mm-hmm. we didn't, it's just a nice little hint that there's a, a little relationship there that you know no one knew about. And I don't yeah. mean sexually; I just mean like you know that Captain America doesn't. Yeah. Just, everyone likes him. You know what I mean? I like Everybody that likes Gobots Steve. is now officially established as Marvel canon, <laughs> and Drax does not like them at all because they killed his cousin. Like, <laughs> killed I mean, his cousin. <laughs> a robot killed his cousin. It's little details. Drax like was that. A, Drax was the best part of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it oh, just, yeah. I agree. He stole it, it. It just makes you like, like I already miss him as a character, knowing that after Guardians, he's probably done with yeah. the character. Unless we get him in like Secret Wars or whatever crazy um, yeah. project well, down the road, I mean, but he'll be focused on uh, Gears of War after this. Well, yeah, Feige, yeah Feige has said that uh, basically his goal for Secret Wars is to bring anybody and everybody who's played a Marvel hero, not just in the MCU, yeah. but in general yeah. from the moment Marvel movies are being made, to bring him in somehow, some way to film a cameo or a scene or something for Secret Wars. Yeah, the fact so that gonna, he's even—that's what I'm saying. Like, you'll probably, crazy. You say, you'll probably see him there, but so as far as like Chris Evans, yeah, yeah I think to. Chris Evans, Chris Evans would rather come back as a Human Torch than as Captain America. I think he said that. He did say that actually. He said that uh, he's basically done everything he could do, in his opinion, as Captain America. So yeah. what's, what else? But Human Torch, he could bring. He he would welcome one. a Human Torch cameo. Yeah, yeah. in like a multiversal yeah. thing. Um, the whole scene yeah. with them uh, at the bar and walking around trying to find uh, Kevin Bacon, like you know, it, it was just like like you guys said, it was a silly but like entertaining holiday special. I wish it was longer. That's the only thing. That's my only thing. They, yeah. uh, they showed us. They showed us a lot in the trailer, considering how short this was. Yes, and, and I don't know. I like. The stuff that I was laughing at, I saw already, and, and some of the stuff that I didn't see already, I, it was like I was already annoyed that I saw right. most of the movie in the trailer. I did but laugh like, um, when uh, uh, what's his name, Craglin, tells the story in the very beginning, like the opening story about Christmas with uh, Peter, and then uh, I dude, like, I got so thrown off. Well, well, when Mantis goes, that's so heartbreaking, and then Drax goes, yeah, I know. I hate when when everyone survives at the end of a story. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Drax was the best throughout the whole thing. Uh, Drax was I the, the beginning was uh was kind of a miss on their part because instead of giving us that like wonky like old school animation style, they should have done claymation. Yeah, like, they Frank, right? and Bass, like old school like Franken and Bass claymation. Like yeah. I think. That would have like hit harder for the Christmas theme a little bit. I wasn't even expecting animation at all. I, yeah. I'm watching. I'm like, did I click the right thing? <laughs> like, what am I watching? <laughs> I downloaded the wrong special. What the fuck? Did yeah. you guys catch like, the what? end credits? I did. did you yeah. guys end it. Steve, did you wait for <clears> the end credits? Or did you end it? Yes. I know it was like a silly scene with them hanging lights on Groot, but I just love Rocket looking at the camera and going. I guess that means we need another uh, holiday special. But yeah. like the next after Guardians three, this isn't going to be the group anymore. So does that mean no. you're getting another one with yeah. new characters? Probably. I mean, ideally, I would like them to start doing more of these every year, right? A Halloween they special better. every year. I think they are. I mean, you, Kevin Bacon did say, I'll see you at Easter. So is there going to be an Easter special? Yeah. They should. Like, there there's be. an Easter special? Like, oh, there man. There might be. I want to see Drax yeah. chasing somebody around a bunny costume. <laughs> <laughs> Easter bunny. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. So overall, for me, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it definitely could have been longer. I, I think um, a lot of the a lot of the jokes. I I don't know. I don't want to say it was too many jokes, but a lot of them didn't land. I think the way they wanted it to, in my opinion. But disagree. the stuff from Drax, I thought was fantastic. His lines throughout the whole show was amazing. That's, that's Dave. Batista, um, he he knows how to deliver that deadpan. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's just and like even though we saw it, it, even though we saw it in the trailer, it was still one of my favorite parts. Was him crashing through Kevin Bacon's yeah. window or glass. And the, just the excitement on his face, like it's Kevin Bacon. I'm stealing you for Christmas. Like it, it's like one of my him, favorite right? looks. It's just like it's just kind like, of like excitement, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and it was like cool the, to see him get like all the Christmas lights and really do it up in nowhere. That was cool, but um, I don't know. Like Overall, it was pretty good. Was, one of my favorite lines was like when they unboxed Kevin Bacon. And Star Lord sitting there like, this isn't a Christmas present. It's human trafficking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Drax is looking at him like, yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, let's. <laughs> you know, it was. I mean, listen, yeah. it was. It was entertaining. I laughed a lot. That's a lot more than I thought I was going to. To be honest with you, um, it was catchy. Like the the music that they did was catchy. Big the Bacon Boys coming through and doing. You know, having him sing a song at the end. I thought was a good, nice little touch on there. Uh, watching like nebulous, weird, awkward dance moves was hysterical. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah that was for someone who's never danced in her life, that was a pretty good dance move. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty solid. It was pretty solid, you know. So I, I, I just, uh, I, I overall, I really enjoyed it. I wish it was longer, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a sign I, of like it definitely needs to be longer. longer. I think that we liked what we got then, you know, because we wanted more of it. I, I guess I, I feel like it needed to be longer and it needed to connect more to or at least uh, lead in more to the Guardians movie where I feel like this didn't really do that. See, I, f- I feel like it, it led into it too much. I, I didn't want to. It, it felt like way different. more detached than anything other than <laughs> other than uh, what's her name? Gamora missing. Like, that's the only attachment I got from it. everything else was just like. Their well, Christmas we, adventure. But we know where the base of operations is. We know who's going to be involved in trying to find her. Yeah. I don't know. I felt I felt like they kind of connected to the next Guardians movie. I guess we'll find out when the next Guardians movie comes out. But, but see, for the special movies, I don't want I don't want any connection. I agree. I, I would rather them just, just do this, standalone, standalone, maybe new one characters. Shot story. And that's it. They can mention yeah. characters maybe that are in the movies, but I would yeah. I want them to take like the Werewolf by Night approach where it's. A whole corner of the world we haven't seen yet. Characters we don't know. They can just kind of do whatever the hell they want, and then and you know almost like kind of build this world out that they can maybe pay it off later down the road. Someone did say Ryan Reynolds, I believe, mentioned that there's actually a Deadpool Christmas script that he wrote and submitted, thinking it would never actually happen. But now people are like, but what if that does happen specifically on Disney Plus? Which I'm go for it, 100 go for yeah, it. If we get a Deadpool Christmas special next year. Forget it. I'm in. I think we're probably gonna get like a, a blade or something like that. Um for Halloween for next Halloween. Halloween. Or or Is like it? a man thing specific project. That would be I cool. mean it depends. Does Blade come out before Halloween next year? Does the Blade, Blade movie come out before out. Halloween next year? I'll have to look at I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Blade's like Halloween. Yeah, so maybe the following year then we get we get a Blade Halloween special. Next year we'll probably get well, it was pushed Mantic back, right? Because they lost the director and stuff, so it's definitely not coming out. Yeah, they, they found a new director though. September sixth so. of twenty twenty four. 
Yeah, 2024. Next, so, yeah, what would it be next? Uh, We're not going to debut Blade in a Halloween special. Well, then you never know. Maybe they maybe they debut debut like Whistler or you know some character that's going to be involved in or that Blade movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe they go okay. that route, which is I don't hate that. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I don't hate that either. But I mean, like, listen, what what else could they give us a special for? Uh, they could start doing Star Wars specials, which I guess they're going to do at some point, but. I don't know. I'm saying, um, like, what other holidays could they do a special for? Um, Independence Day. No, they wouldn't do that. Um, I mean, they could, though. Easter. They could. <laughs> they could do a or vet- Day. Veterans Day special Day. with Captain America. They could absolutely do that. They could do that. That's true. <laughs> they could do uh, Valentine's Day with, like, the Eternals. We could see Icarus and now Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool's a good Valentine's well, Day. Deadpool's already got the Deadpool's Christmas one. Yeah. Didn't the first Deadpool come out on Valentine's Day and his whole marketing was February. geared to date yeah. night was date night for Deadpool or something like that? I don't know like if that. it was on, it may have been, I don't know if it was on Valentine's Day, but it was definitely like the week of it or something. So it was like right you now that was a thing. See this these these uh holiday specials, they harken back to um look at you with the fancy words. I know, right? It was good. They so they, they harken back to like the old school like comics where around Christmas time you would get a one a one off like X Men would do like a one off Christmas, you know, um, issue, right? Where it wasn't, it was outside of the main storyline, but it was like Santa Claus is actually an Omega level mutant who that's right. how he's that able would, to That's what they got to do, though. That would be amazing. You know what I mean? Like, that would be but amazing. See, them, them to do something like this, I love because it's exactly what they used to do in the comics. So, Buttersworth um, has a good idea Earth Day featuring Groot and Rocket. I thought, he was gonna, I thought he was gonna say Captain Planet. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I would take Day. Oh, I, w- I would take it. Only, only if Don Cheeto plays him. <laughs> and imagine imagine Groot finds out about Arbor Day. He's like, "There's a." He's like, "I am Groot," and they're like, "Yeah, there's a holiday just for trees." Oh. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about yeah, real quick Groot? You know, cheering the the band on by saying "I am Groot" super loud and super yeah. deep. Yeah. I love it. Was it. Really good. It was. I love you know, it. It was it was definitely a fun thing, and I'm looking forward to more. But sticking yeah. with Disney, we're gonna move on. Can I say some real quick? Go for it. No. Just, damn it. No. <laughs> um. Oh, I I feel like Bradley Cooper doesn't get enough credit for like because we always just refer to him as like Rocket and no, right. you know whatever. <laughs> but Bradley Cooper, man, he acts his ass off doing the voice for fucking Rocket, man. Talk it's about, so impressive. Talk about oh, absolutely. A, a big actor. That He's, has mastered voice acting, and and like, yeah. I, I feel like it's so good that people don't even real remember how big of an actor Bradley Cooper is. That's why you don't give him credit. He he gets yeah. lost. I mean, it's Rocket. We, I don't to even me, it's not him Bradley either. Cooper. To me, Rocket Raccoon is the actor. You know what I mean? Like he's it's just yep. that good. It, it really is that good. That's what I was gonna say. It's really that good that like you kind of forget that that's Bradley Cooper a lot of times. Yeah. It also doesn't sound anything like Bradley Cooper. No, like Groot. You pick up Vin Diesel from yeah. time to time. Yeah. I mean, now now he even looks like Vin Diesel. Like Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Diesel group. You know, like, he's gonna be like, like we are family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, at the end of at the end of uh, Guardians yeah. one when, when he so say we are. I was like, say family, say family. Bruce <laughs> um, the next uh, Fast movie. Yeah. Spoiler. Does that mean that Groot and The Rock have a problem? Ass Roots, it's called. <laughs> That's going to be the crossover, Groot versus Black Adam. Yeah. 
That's, that's gonna um, that's gonna suck. Because <laughs> Black Adam yes, was just okay. Be really bad. No, but um, um, sticking with this. I agree, Fred. Like he doesn't. We don't give him nearly enough credit, and I think that's a testament to how good he is. We got agreed. Stick, we're gonna move on now, okay? Because there's nothing else to say. Sticking with Disney, though, we gotta talk about Andor. Hardy Cooper. The, the Andor season finale was last week. We're gonna talk about like the last three episodes because we haven't really talked about them. We'll talk about it in in one big chunk. Yeah, the last like yeah, I think, four episodes. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah, like, I think four episodes. Talk about a good ass Star Wars fucking property. This show oh. to me was just phenomenal from beginning to end. I was so into it. Every little mini storyline was good. The way it ended was good. Special effects were good. Emotions were good. I fucking loved it. So you guys pick. Who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about it? Let Fred go first. Go ahead, Fred. All right. Uh, starting with, I guess, where we left off with, I think, episode 10, um, the jailbreak episode. What a phenomenal episode that was from start to finish. You like, you felt the tension. Andy Circus, my God, like so masterclass, so masterclass. Good. Um, it kind of sucks that we didn't get body confirmation of, of where he bring, may have ended up because uh, that was a, such a shitty way to end his character shitty way for him to go out yeah. i agree but um overall dude he he crushed it and just seeing him finally like give in to andor's like all right yeah we need to get the fuck out of here like <laughs> it was it was awesome um just overall dude that show was just from from like the first six episodes where you had two different like mini trilogies, yeah. and then like the last run of episodes when it was just all politics, jailbreaks, and like just the birth of the rebellion. It, it was just from start to finish. It gave you so many different things about Star Wars in this one series. It was just it blew me away, man. It was just such a great series yeah. altogether, and uh, I. I I don't know what to expect with part two. I feel like part two is going to be, in my opinion, probably less of what we got this season and more of like the actual rebellion and empire, well, maybe fighting or well, starting to like really two, come at each other. Or part two is going to lead directly into Rogue One. Into Rogue so, One, yeah. Like, I'm assuming it's going to be more of Cassian kind of carrying out. It'll probably follow the same kind of thing. Every three episodes will be the planning, the execution. And the fallout of little mini attacks or mini moments where they're yeah. making the Empire look bad. You know what I mean? What about um, you? Yeah. Like? I, shows got dope, though. I, I mean, I agree with you guys. It was phenomenal. The prison escape episode I thought was amazing, amazing but I also hated it. <laughs> Let me ask you this question, though. What? Um, Wait, go ahead. Finish your thought, and then I'll. Well, I mean, listen, because there's, and I think Steve would agree with me if he had watched it, but I don't think he did. Um, there are coming from a profession in the same nature as this, it's kind of blaring to me when there's such an easy, when your main way of keeping inmates in line is the floor is electric and that can all be shorted out by a little bit of water. Right. The um, entire building can be shorted <laughs> out. Like, oh, I was a little bit like, oh, why would that? Oh, it, it was a little hard for me to get over. But that being said, like, I agree with Andy Circus, absolutely phenomenal in that episode. Put on a masterclass of action. I'll, I'll agree with Fred 100% on that. Like, 
the, I hated the way they ended his story, but I loved it at the same time where he's just like, I can't swim. Like I, yeah, I so I it was it was swim. definitely a bleak ending, which fit the show, but I hate that we yeah. didn't see him at least try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so what are your other options? Well, You're just gonna die there anyway. So, jump off, figure it out. Someone right. might but grab I, you and help you, you know? It's like So like I, I had two thoughts about that because one thought was he knew the entire time that he couldn't swim. So he basically knew that he, he but he also knew that he had to lead the rebellion out of there yeah like he had he had so to lead the he charge like did it anyway even though knowing he couldn't he jump. did it anyway knowing that he wasn't going to be able to get out of there but the part that i didn't like was that at one point he said to them i'd rather die right i know escape than than live like this and then he doesn't even try to swim right yeah. Try. And plus, how like, does... that, that was the part that I didn't like understand. Like well, you just right. said, you'd rather die. So Let's then jump, jump man. How does Andor right. get knocked over the side by the crowd, and he, and Andy Circus doesn't? That's the other thing that's a little weird to me. It's like you're standing like a like foot the, from each other. The the three thousand people there that just follow this dude right. through this whole prison is just like, we'll help you, bud. Like just come on, right. just that one person. Like, like, don't worry about like, it. Like, don't worry yeah. about it. You know. Yeah, like that's, no that's one nitpick, at any though. point was like it's a minor was like, hey, so it was that good. No, like Let me ask this question. So there's there's multiple I would say there's multiple like endings, right? There's there's the first yeah. like little escape after the first three episodes where Andor and I can't think of the I can't think of Alexander Skarsgard's name now, but where the two of them basically leave that town that they're in, right? Ferric or whatever. Then there's the actual like, you know, heisting of that material from the Empire. And then there's the prison escape, and then there's the end with the the peaceful kind of protest turning into a riot. Out of those four climaxes, which one's the best? Fred, you can tell me which one's the best before you before you say what you want to say. Out of those four climaxes, I I know which one I would pick. I'd probably go the heist. That's what I would have picked too. Me too. I yeah. feel like visually, it was one of the best was, looking yeah. scenes or moments. Tension, or wise, Tension was phenomenal. Wise, you knew phenomenal. Andor was going to survive, but everyone else was fair game. So you had no idea yeah. what was coming. And you were on the edge no of the whole time. Yeah, like you didn't know if the plan was going to work. You know, even leading up to their plan working, but then that guy trying to backstab the group and Andor shooting him real quick. I'm like, and you know the TIE fighters are just preparing to launch. And you're like, oh, my God, they're so coming, good, they're coming, dude. they're coming. Even their <laughs> it was escape so good. through those like lights or whatever, the way they oh, kind of like, – so it was good, just dude. phenomenal. Really, really well done. So yeah. good. What were you going to say, Fred? Um, that whole funeral scene and like uh, – I, I guess it was a protest, but just like her hologram speech to the crowd – I thought that was brilliant. It, it, the speech was fantastic. Um, it was very powerful. You see everyone just kind of like, and like them, them having like their own little uh, like marching band or whatever, um, you know, bringing her to the, to, to the square or the center of the, of the town. It, it was just such like a, an awesome moment. And really like you can feel um, the tension. You, you, you could feel, feel everyone like, believing what she's saying and like mm-hmm. really getting behind her it, it was such a dope moment so good the whole build-up yeah. of the entire show was good though like the, the payoffs were all excellent i mean this is a show where we saw we finally saw the empire not vader not the emperor not even tarkin like it was literally just kind of foot soldiers essentially be as evil as we were told they were 
And I'm thinking of like yeah. when that one, when the the main, you know, Empire woman, she used the torture tactic of babe, kids crying and screaming for their lives to torture somebody and to give her information. Like you saw them use some tactics that were brutal, and I fucking just loved how evil they got. You know what I mean? Every character um, was just, was just, honestly it was really good. And Alexander Skarsgård for me stole the show. Yeah, there were so fantastic. many good characters, but the fact that we see this guy who essentially says. You know, I gave up my entire life, good or bad. I can't be either. I'm just right down the middle because we need to stop the Empire. And he sees it before anyone else sees it and is basically putting things in motion, not to beat the Empire, just to poke the bear so they can start to lose control a little bit because that will lead to somebody else beating the Empire. I mean, just fucking awesome. And we thought that Saul Guerrero was like the worst rebel out there. And yet we just found somebody who isn't as as out you know, upfront about how nasty he's going to be, like Saul Guerrero is. Yeah, just love. I think one of the things, um, the him bringing her message to the town square, reminded me of Inglorious Bastards, where she comes on the screen at the end and yeah. she's just like, "Now you all burn," yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, she's like, "Just rise up against the empire," and there was like, "Let's yeah. go!" It just turned into it was so game. awesome. So good, like man. that that moment alone, like sold the whole show. Right, like that. Oh, that was the birth. We just saw the birth of the actual rebellion, yeah, right there in that moment, and that was so cool to see. It was such a smart way of 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 bringing us that moment. So, I thought it was really well done, man. And the the after credit scene after the final episode, you know, Fred that, that got the answer to what they were building the whole time. He's been wondering yep. about for like yep. nine episodes. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yep. so it's, again, such you a, know? such a great little connection so this is what rogue one did so well right it connected to the very beginning of episode four this can this already is connecting to the beginning of of rogue one perfectly so you see that in that prison it was basically slave labor to build the parts needed to build the death star that's you know this is how the empire snuck it by everybody and it was just such a great kind of end credit stinger and i set up i'm so excited for the. i love the fact that none of them were getting out because they were just moving them to another wing where they couldn't see right. the other people. And it was right. just like, oh, they got out. They're good. They're like, nah, they're just in wing two, not wing seven. <laughs> that, that reminded yeah. me of, um, you ever see that movie, The Island, with Ewan McGregor and uh, Scarlett Johansson? Yes. It was basically like that. Like, oh, they're getting yeah. free. They're going to the island. Great. And then you find out they're just basically being cut open, killed yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Harvested yeah. for their organs. Yeah. It's a great show. Yeah. And honestly, between The Mandalorian and Andor, clearly the shows need to take on a more kind of serious, grounded tone and not be campy, which I think what mm-hmm. Boba Fett was kind of going for, and it didn't land really well at all. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely pumped for the second half. Or you know, Even Obi-Wan. Two. Obi-Wan was super serious right. and, and grounded. And it, just, and it was pretty awesome from beginning to end. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess uh, maybe I the movies were always campy. Light and light it up a little bit. Yeah. I think eventually we're going to need someone to lighten it up for a little bit, but right now this is exactly what we needed um, to push. I mean, like, do an we need to? Do we need a new Star Wars movie, or should they really just stick to giving us these shows on Disney Plus? Eventually, eventually. I feel like the if they want to give consistent. us a Star Wars movie that like maybe connects, uh, I, I don't. That maybe like. Like seeing Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and like all these characters that already exist together, maybe getting a not like a trilogy, but like a one-off movie of like some event happening where they come together. That'd be pretty cool. Well, that's what the um, plan is. 
That's what they want to do, but they want to do it on Disney Plus. I kind of agree with you. Maybe use the shows to build up these storylines and these characters and finish it off with a good movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. them all together. My th- my thing is, do we need a movie if we have all this great content on Disney Plus? Why not? With these characters, I because you can just do another do a, do a series of a yeah, show. But you get movie budgets, so if if, if it's a movie, the budget yeah, is different. Yeah, I, I mean, so I, guess, more. I guess, but I mean, has the budget really been a problem at all with any of these shows? With some, but of they them. look great. They look great. Besides Boba Fett, like Boba everything Fett else looks issues. Good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Marvel movies, the Marvel shows, I should say. Are kind of hit and miss with the special effects. Some of it looks cheap. A little, bit, a little bit different, but you like know. if you're telling a good grounded story, like Andor, there's not a, lot, a ton of special effects in it. So well, it's all pra- it's mostly practical effects. You know what I mean? Well, all the aliens you see are effects, costumes. Right? Like clearly, yeah. there's a reason why the, the practical effects need to happen. You know, all the props, right? All the bikes, everything is basically yeah. a practical effect. And even Mandalorian, a lot of it is practical too. I mean, the whole set is just a big screen, and then everything else is built for the show. So my thing is. You know, if we're gonna get Star Wars, more Star Wars movies, I want them to start a couple of new series of shows with characters we've never seen. I agree. Build that into your, build that into your next trilogy. I, that's why I think they, I, that's honestly how they can differentiate themselves from Marvel. Yeah. Instead of doing yeah. the movies that lead into shows and whatever, do shows for Star yeah. Wars, get, build those characters up, and then give us the big payoff movie. I agree. Because at this point, like, and I, I agree that like a Mando Ashoka movie would be awesome to see, but I'd rather watch instead of watching a, like a three-hour Mando Ashoka movie, I'd rather watch a nine-hour Mando Ashoka series. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we kind of lose with the movie if we do it on the characters that we've gotten so far because what we've gotten so far is so great that I think you kind of yeah. lose that movie a little bit. That's, I mean, you it's, know? Not, it's not untrue. I'll tell you that much. No, that's what I'm saying. If they did the movies, I with get the characters. They didn't, like that's why I think I think that's where they're heading though. With like we were talking about um, the last episode, we were talking about uh, skeleton crew and uh, what's the other one that's going to be the 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 dark Sith side one. The Star Wars uh, show. Yeah. Acolyte isn't acolyte. Oh yeah, so, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I think those mm. movies lead us into a new trilogy. I hope they do. I mean, those shows lead us into a new trilogy. I hope they do. Yeah. They've already said that that the they're working on or one of the next Star Wars movies we get is going to be a, a sequel to the sequel trilogy, but not focus on those characters. Those characters just might yeah. pop up here and there, which you know, who knows how much I love that idea. But as long I mean, as it's not Ray and Rose, yeah, you got to tie it in somehow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd be cool I, to see so I, you, I would rather be a new character or a new series of characters or whatever. Yeah. And establish them in a show, and then give us the movies. You know, pick yeah. characters that are fan favorites and give them movies. I would rather that. So at least there's some sort of continuity with the shows, and not just random movies of characters that they're just gonna fuck up because they think they know what we want and they really don't. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, yeah. So Andor, if you haven't watched it yet, anyone who who watches this, go watch Andor. You're, watch if, Andor. It's, if it's not the best Star Wars show on Disney Plus, it's a very close second. To, Man- to yeah. Mandalorian, honestly, close second. Uh, Mandalorian's still top for me. I think I like Mandalorian too, only because it kind of has everything in the Star Wars world that I like. Yeah. And whereas this just had the Empire and the Rep versus the Rebels, think, and it was like gritty. I think acting wise, this is the best Star Wars show by far. I, I think I can agree with that. I think I can yeah. agree with that. Mando's kind of he's consistent. A lot of the other characters are consistent, but here 
the thing is, I was on the edge of my seat pretty much the entire season for Andor. And for Mando, yeah. it's like the first half is fun, but not like intense. And then the next half gets super intense and, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, look, like, look, we're, 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 we're shaving apples for oranges here. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's true. they're both great, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know. That's true. But like yeah. speaking of uh, something that's super intense and gritty and realistic, did you guys watch the Mario Brothers trailer number two that came out today? Yes, yes, I did. Steve, did you watch the trailer? I'm gonna let you guess. Did I or did I not? Well, it's an easy guess. You didn't. I did. So <laughs> fuck you. Damn it! <laughs> if I was a bad man. I would have lost money. So uh, let's go with you, Steve. <laughs> What do you think about? You always want to start with me because you don't watch right. everything. So I'm excited to hear your voice. Ah, that was all right. <laughs> I, it, Chris Pratt's voice doesn't sound exactly like Chris Pratt's voice, so I'm okay with that. Right when he said uh, "Let's go," I was like, "Okay, all right, I, I can I can hear yeah. Mario." Leading up to it, I was okay with it. Uh, Luigi, though, excellent, excellent. Uh, you like it? I actually, I'm gonna. I thought Where's you were garbage, and Fred I thought it was Fred's excellent. above me. I agree with him. Really interesting, interesting. What about you, Carmine? What do you think about Luigi's voice? Um, I, it didn't really sell it for me because it wasn't Fuck Luigi's all for voice, you, man. I loved it. I mean, just not Luigi's voice. Like I, I don't understand. Not, you know, like it's so, it's, mean, it's his whiny normal either. voice. It, it was yeah, it's straight up Charlie Day. No, he wasn't even trying to do an accent of any kind. Yeah. It was just Charlie Day. But, all right, like first off, let's 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 pump the brakes here for a second. We're talking about two characters who have like a max of like six lines between them in all yeah. of their in, in their nine thousand so video games that they have. But, but they didn't give us any of that. They didn't do anything. Like, they didn't do about? anything. Like at least with Chris Pratt, like yeah, he sounds like a little, you know. Not really Chris Pratt, but a made-up voice that he made for it. But then they gave you the "It's a me" and "Let's yeah. go" and all the other racist Italian stereotypes that we do. Um, <laughs> yep. You know, and know. at least you got that for that. But like the Luigi thing was just like, I was I, I, I Bowser played by Danny DeVito. Now I didn't hate the voice at all. Where's the bell yeah. for me to click? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. They, they could have been like from thank you for Sunny. following. Like, yeah, it's Carly. Yeah, it was it was always sunny, not Luigi. <laughs> Thank you for following. Uh, AC three hundred and sixteen SCU just followed a few seconds. Yo, ago. shout Appreciate out! It. Uh, I thought oh, you were about to end the stream. Let us yeah. know AC three hundred and sixteen. I was like, know. damn, we really offended him. No, no, no. Let us know what you think of the Mario trailer. That's what we're talking about right now. I actually didn't hate the voices. I was okay with it. Um, b- besides the voices, though, this trailer sold me on the movie. A million times more than I was ever sold on it before. There were so many references to the games, almost too many. If we're being perfectly honest, it feels too like many. they squeezed a lot into this game, uh, movie. But uh, we actually at least have some sort of understanding of what the story is going to be. Besides the fact that Bowser is trying to take over, clearly Luigi gets sucked into whatever kingdom he's in, gets captured by Bowser, and then Mario's on his mission to save him. He comes across Princess Peach, joins them in the Toads and the, the the Toads, and basically wants to fight. But I mean, we got and then it has a, a battle Mario royale against a Donkey Kong in the Coliseum. We got a Smash Brothers reference. We got a Fire Flower, a raccoon suit. We got Rainbow Road. I mean, Mario Kart. Yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah. Classic Mario platforming, which I don't even know how they're going to tie that in. It's probably like a training montage to get him in shape or something. But like, yeah. 
That's what he, it looked like. Yeah, he's in the Bifrost. It looks like at one point. Like it just looks, it just looks crazy and good and entertaining. Jack Black sounds great. I fucking loved it. I'm so excited for it. I don't care what any of you guys say. You're not gonna ruin my I, excitement. I, I, listen, <laughs> it I looks like it. like it looks like a fun movie. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, Chris Pratt sounded better this trailer than he did last trailer, even though he only had one line. It was a terrible one line. Yeah. Um, this trailer was a little more believable, like he was actually trying. But um, again, with Charlie Day, it was just Charlie Day. It, that wasn't it was Luigi, horrible. and. It, it, it was hard to be excited about that. I do have to um, say, Jack Black the, the, Bowser the was phenomenal. He, uh, he every trailer, just seeing Bowser and hearing that voice just gets me excited for the movie by itself. Um, is it a bad? I think thing, it. I got, what? I got a question for you, Steve. I think you may have been alluding to this too. Is it a bad thing that we've gotten two trailers now, and Mario has only said two different lines, and that's it? And we've gotten more dialogue out of Peach, Bowser, and Luigi. Does that mean the voice Maybe. is garbage, or does that mean Maybe. that the I voice mean, is that possible. good? Saving it, it's very possible. possible. But, but going on that fact, we haven't heard Donkey Kong yet. But that's fun. Nobody wants to hear him. I Nobody, know. I I don't. You don't even Not hear him at all. in the game. I don't know why they even hired a voice actor for him. Unless it's like similar to I am Groot or uh, the the big yeah. bomb from I am uh, Donkey Kong. I am Donkey Kong. <laughs> I'm Donkey just, Kong. No, but I'm saying like they, they hire some big name actor just to make monkey sounds. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't. You know, maybe that that's how they're going with it. But I think Seth Rogen would make horrible monkey sounds. Well, Seth wait, Rogen. He's oh yeah, he is Donkey Kong. Who's Yoshi? Uh, playing, somebody's playing Yoshi, which means he's got a voice. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, I'm not super excited about this. I, fuck you. Yeah, I, I'm so excited. No, no, I, but it's, it's got nothing to do with how good. the I think the trailer looks good. I'm, let me preface this. I think the trailer looks good. I, I mean, I think it's going to be a good movie. I think it's going to be a fun movie. I'm just like not excited for an animated Super Mario Brothers movie. Agreed. I am, though, dude. Agreed. Not only like, I'd be more happy. I'd be more excited if they were like, we're going to bring you a, a live live action version of mario brothers no i wouldn't hell yeah i'm all about yes 100 percent. i agree real quick that our first time chatter wants to know where the bell is does twitch have a bell <laughs> if it doesn't then just bell? follow us on youtube yeah the notification bell, bell it's it's is it, it's there. Is it ac yeah ac 316 yeah, ac 316 scu yeah yeah austin just uh just click the click the files button buddy we appreciate yeah. you. He did follow. He followed. He did follow. Sure he and I he, he wants notifications on. That's that's what he wants. Yeah, yeah, but YouTube it, has a notification. It's right. Bell. It's right next to the heart. There's a bell. There Just click the bell. There you go. We got you. We got you, homie. No, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. First of all, no, you can't, you're not gonna ever do Mario justice in a live action movie. It's just not gonna It'll happen. It'll be it's just not? not gonna happen. No way. It would be more enjoyable. You could it do be it more enjoyable. And and Zoop could play Waluigi. You can't tell me that you can't be a warrior in Sonic and it won't work in Mario. Hold like on. why First wouldn't it all, work? It, it doesn't really work in Sonic. I like the Sonic. Sonic movies. are great movies. What are you what talking about? Because they're good movies, not because they're good Sonic movies. They could have changed the character to any other animated character. And it would have been fine. But what are you Sonic even movie, saying right now? I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. Now. Like Arkansas, it's garbage. If you're comparing the Sonic movies to the Sonic games, I'm telling you right now, this Mario movie is going to be so good that the, the Sega is looking at the Mario movies and going, 
fuck, we missed our chance. That's what we should have done. Not really. Sonic. Yes. They have a cartoon no also coming out on Netflix. Gibby Snipples just followed as well. I, I, don't, I don't know if anyone knows who that is, but uh, thank you so much for the follow. Gibby Snipples. I really just love that name. I'm, I just I want you that sound like shirt. Gibby Snipples right now. I believe it's Gibby's Nipples. Oh, Gibby's Nipples? Yeah, it's Gibby's Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. Gibby Snipples. I like Gibby Snipples better. Gibby Snipples is with us now. I'm gonna say Gibby Snipples though, because I like it better. Zoop, is that is that Gibby uh, that we play with? Yes, yes, that would be. Right. Well, I, I appreciate Gibby allowing their nipples to I, click I the follow button. Nipples, Gibby. I'm telling you right now, I enjoy the Sonic movies not because of how much they follow the Sonic lore, but because they're just entertaining movies and my kid likes them. You're- you're fucking crazy. Mario is making no sense right now. Much better as an animated movie. Sonic should have been a CG animated We don't know movie. that. I mean, Cr- I'm Chris, what, you right now, what, what the I fuck want, has happened? What I want is a live action Zelda movie. And yes. when Mario does well, that leads to Zelda. Look, but Chris, you're not I have a question. Mario, we're never getting Zelda. What the fuck has happened that I, I stopped agreeing with you on everything? And now I agree with Fred on damn near everything. Because you like to agree on shit. And Fred likes to agree on shit. On shit? Yes. You're no. You have a horrible The three of us are saying the same thing, bro. The three of us are saying the same exact thing. Yeah. I got it. Listen, those movies are decent movies, but they're not great Sonic. They're live action of a a cartoon game character. Right. And the only good parts are the animated parts where there is no human involved. I'm, I'm going humans. to buy a hair piece. What are you talking so about? Like Those are the good parts. We don't need humans. Oh, the best part of Sonic yeah. was Eggman. Oh, Tika Sumter is fantastic in those movies, all right? Who? Tika Sumter is fantastic in those movies, all right? Oh, the, only, the best part of Sonic 2 is Eggman in the giant robot fighting Sonic. Oh, I don't call, them, call him Eggman. All anim- animated oh, characters. And Knuckles and Tails and the animated Jim Carrey. Yes, you're telling me Jim humans. Carrey. You're telling me Jim Carrey. Not a good part of the Sonic movies. He's a great part. He could have done the voice acting, and it could have been animated. It would have been fine. You don't need. You didn't need physical Jim Carrey there. I mean, I'm not against animated. Then why don't you just go watch the fucking cartoon? I, <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm not against animated <laughs> movies. I'm just saying, like, I don't get, I don't get, like, overly excited for. Like, it's gonna come no. out. I'm gonna see it. I'm probably gonna like the it. worst part. You know yes, what I'm saying? You know like, what? I like this Gibby Snipples. <laughs> Like it's gonna come out. I'm gonna see it. I'm probably gonna like it, but I'm not like I can't wait to see this Mario movie. See, like I'm, I'm so. Excited it all for depends it. on the voices, bro. It all depends on the if if the voices irritate me that much, it's gonna be hard to enjoy. I'm so excited for many reasons because Nintendo is notoriously difficult about. They don't want to make movies about anything, and they're finally starting to loosen those reins. If I'm excited, not for even Mario, but for what comes next, because if Mario does well, which I think it's going to. Then that's when we start getting your. Uh, we're gonna Zelda reboot movies. Pokemon and <laughs> does Nintendo own Pokemon? Rehash all the old shit Nintendo does every day. Nintendo no, does Nintendo own Pokemon? I don't think so. Rights to Pokemon. Right. Uh, it was, it was, else. There's already Pokemon movies out there. I know. Um, and again, they and it was a lot. Like, by the way, it was live action, and they it was a live action Pokemon. It was it was entertaining. It was entertaining. But did they perform well? Peach is amazing. Detective Dude. Pikachu is amazing, bro. You're out of your Detective mind. Detective Pikachu is well. good, bro. Tell me right now. Go go look it up. 
Was it considered? It doesn't a matter. It was a good movie. Nobody, it doesn't matter. It, was it a does good matter. Movie, you dude. don't get sequels and and spinoffs and all that shit unless the movie performs. All right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. What does that got to do with plus pick, pick enjoying shoot. a live action movie over a cartoon That's not what movie? We're talking about we're talking about adapting Mario to the screen, and it should yeah. be an animated movie in live action form. It should be an animated movie. They're doing the right thing now, and and live action Mario does not work. You can't have him fighting a big turtle in live action. It just won't work. It won't work. You, you ever watch the Ninja Turtle movies? It yeah. worked all of those times. Yeah. It worked once. It worked once. The very first Ninja no, Turtles. It worked. No. Listen, no, they it worked really really You're telling me Turtles 2 and 3 were good? First Transformers, off, Turtle Formers was great. First off, I will defend the Secrets of the Ooze. Secret of the game. Ooze was a it was badass. The, that, is the, that is the penultimate. Ninja Turtles movie, okay. The good, first yeah, the off, penultimate meaning one's better, which was the first one. Meaning the best and then one. Three, the best one, and the two Michael Bay ones were garbage. The two Michael Bay ones, I have a, I have an opinion on them. That you know what the best Turtles movie a lot is? Of people don't agree with. And what's that? Yeah. CG. It first was off, a good movie. I'll right give you that now, one, Michael but Bay, it wasn't the, the best Bay one. Turtles movies, which he didn't direct, he just produced. If I'm yeah, if but they're I'm still mistaken. come on, watch those movies. They're Michael Bay movies. They're Michael Bay movies. They look they're like Michael his movie. Megan Here's Fox does Megan Fox things. The reason why the reason why we think they're trash is because they weren't made for us, right? They were made. They for changed. The, they changed. They, they fucked with the look too much. They were made aliens. I agree with that. I agree with that. They fucked with our version of the Ninja Turtles. Our version, yeah, right. But if you were a ten-year-old kid watching those movies, that's your version of the Ninja Turtles, and that's the Is version that you're gonna love. I mean, yeah, that's kids not love a bad, that movie. It's not a bad thing Made, to say, but I don't know that I know anybody who likes those movies, even kids. Made a shit ton of money though. The like, kids were going and loving those they things. Did, they they yeah. sold no, a right. bunch of merch. Yeah, right. You they know those movies. Well, just, they weren't right? made for us. They performed well, correct? Yeah. So the movie. And you said they were well. trash. And you said they were trash. Yeah, but they have to perform well. That's what you said. They were trash. Now I'm talking about enjoying a live action movie. It doesn't have to perform billions of dollars. I'm okay with enjoying. We just it, want. We just want live action Mario, bro. That's gonna, it. It's not going to be good. A live action Mario. Why, they have to have Jack why, Black why play Mario. Be? I think the, 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 the Michael Bay good? ones weren't good, but they performed well. And, but they weren't enjoyable either. <laughs> exactly. So you're saying you got to enjoy <laughs> it. They don't. You don't enjoy those. It, oh, see, God, dude. see, you see what I'm saying. See what I'm saying? Okay, hold, uh, on. hold on. A you're just... Sonic the Hedgehog made $402 million. Yes, it was a good movie. Was that not performing? They're, they're, they're good movies, but it's not a good Sonic adaptation. You also said it didn't perform well. I didn't say it didn't. And it wouldn't well. be a good movie. When did I say the Sonic movies didn't perform well? They announced Sonic 3. Of course it performed well. What are you talking about? What's your argument then? That Mario shouldn't uh, be live action. I don't think he That's knows at this point. <laughs> it's a very clear argument. Mario should not be live action. They're doing the right I thing, making it anime. But everything else proves otherwise. No, it doesn't. Sonic is the only game adaptation that actually performed well and that is not animated. What do you mean? Double Dragon was garbage. Didn't perform well. The original Mario Brothers live action didn't perform well. Fucking Street Fighter, any of them didn't perform well. Mortal Kombat, all of them didn't perform well. What are you talking about? The original Mortal Kombat was badass. I, yeah, I love that one. I, love I think it performed well too. As uh, far as well enough for, an, for a sequel, yeah. yeah. And then, and then yeah, Annihilation just fucking, fucking yeah. ruined it. Shiva popped out for a second. Just By the way, we have pain. Trainwreck merch if anyone's interested because this is clearly <laughs> going off the rails. Uh, I, did like, off the rails. I did like 
watching Chris uh, defend a position that he changed nine times. It was fucking fantastic. When did I change yeah. it? Uh, Very consistent. <laughs> Mario needs to be animated. I, very I, consistent. I, I, I was, that was a better accent than Luigi right there. Could uh, <laughs> literally been saying the same thing the entire time. I don't time. understand. Like, my thing is, I think if if you get the right director, the right team behind it, you could do a live-action Mario. That would be really good. I don't think they would ever make a Yoshi that looks good. They would never make a Donkey Kong that looks good. They would try to make him look like Caesar. <laughs> they would never make, make a Bowser that looks good in live action. It never happened. No, like you're telling me, okay, so you're telling never me happened. that if you get the guys that did the Raptors in Jurassic Park to do to do Yoshi, that they couldn't make him look good? So we're going to have a Raptor? That's Yoshi? Just a Raptor? Yoshi is! No, he's not a Raptor. <laughs> Come on. You put a shell on his back. You call it like, what, what are you talking about? I'm going to stick his tongue out. What are we, what are we talking about here? First of all, Yoshi has a shell? Huh? Did you say Yoshi has a shell? Shell on his back? Yoshi? He has a saddle. Oh, no, he doesn't. No, he's got a saddle. saddle. It's a saddle. Sorry. Come on, sorry. Everything else in Mario has a fucking shell on its back. I'm sorry that I forgot yeah, that. Yoshi everything does. else. The Goombas and Bowser. Everything else. <laughs> yeah. Two things. It's everything the Goombas, else. The Koopas and Bowser. The Koopas don't have shells. Yeah, the Goombas are the mushrooms. The Koopas are the turtles. Oh, who fucking remember? Yoshi is either a T-Rex or Allosaurus. Come okay. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. They're gonna have, what are they going to do? Like Live Sonic? action. They're going to call some random town in Montana, like uh, Mushroom Kingdom, and that's oh, just, we're supposed to accept that? Maybe. Come on, dude. All right, but if they can make Sonic look like he did in the, in the video game, right? They didn't use like a, a what looked like an actual hedgehog. Again. They used what Sonic was. The best part of Sonic is the animated parts. Why couldn't why, why couldn't they make Yoshi look like that? You're telling just me, have you're telling me that you need uh I don't even know the character's name, James Marston and his wife in the Sonic movies to have good movies. That's what you're telling me. You need them to exist. They brought the element of family in. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on Jim Carrey existing was fantastic. Yeah. He, he's he's the best human in those movies, and you could easily right. just do a voice acting with him. You don't need to have him. You don't have to because he did it as a human. <laughs> Gibby's nipples says Gibby's nipples says Tarantino director should direct Mario. I'll take it. Oh God! I'll take it. That's what you'll get. You'll get a, a, a scene at a diner with all the Mario characters talking about tipping. <laughs> Yo, I could, I could get down with Mario, Luigi, being Vern, and, and Travolta from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I, I could too. Yeah, all right. I would watch that. Too. That's the only way they could do it in live action that would make me excited. <laughs> Nonsense. It's not. We can have, we can have Scorsese do it and just have uh, Koopa be a mob boss. Exactly. Just have so Bowser be a mob boss. With this, bro. Come on, man. This is this is genius. I, want, I don't know why you're so against the live action Mario Brothers. Because it's just it wouldn't work. It would be garbage. It would. It, it would, would be garbage. There's no way it, it would could work. work. Nope. Look, I. It could work or it could be garbage. It all depends on the team they put around it. I Either way, matter, I want to see no matter it. What it wouldn't be good in live action. <laughs> they would have. They would start trying to way, I things see and round it. things. Like, it just, but this all this all stemmed from me basically saying that, like, I'm not overly excited to see. I, and yeah, and I agree with you. Yeah, like, like I'm. It's I'm gonna come out. It's probably gonna be good. I don't, I'm not saying it's gonna be bad. I'm just saying that, like, right now, seeing the trailer, like I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, it looks pretty good. No, like, I'm, I'm not like yeah, I can't wait for this Mario Brothers movie. I'm amped about it because it just means that Nintendo's finally taking this shit seriously, and we're gonna get a lot more. Hopefully, are they? Well, I should say. Yeah, because <laughs> I think the movie looks fantastic, and they have a, a very big, very big or, or uh, 
So basically, know, they, 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 they just took everything out of their Mario binder and threw it onto the trailer. And they're like, "Here you go, here's Mario." And if they did it in live action, we wouldn't get any of it. We would get, we would get, it would, it would, it would probably be a little more exciting than what we got. We would get, it would be a little more exciting. Rapping. Listen, you're hoping that this leads to a live action Zelda movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was one already in the works with Tom Holland. Zelda? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't. Oh, that was that. a fan. That was a fan thing. I know what you're talking about. That was a complete and utter fan mock up thing that they were talking about doing. Um, I think I think it could lead to a Donkey Kong movie, but that would be animated. Yes, I don't want that live action. If we get a Zelda live action movie, does Link talk in it at all? Well, I think he would have to. They're going to make him the main character, right? They clearly don't want to have Mario not say a lot of lines, so they would make. No, him he's just going to have uh, the fairy. Following him and I doing guess they the could, right, they could have a fairy doing all the talking for him. So anytime he, someone asks a question, he can just look over and let the fairy go. Watch out! Listen over here. That's all I want. That's all I want. I just want to see that fairy. Yeah. Just like I hope the fairy dies because I hated that fairy in every. Goddamn <laughs> it's game. so annoying. It's an annoying thing ever. Yeah, I agree. The fairy in, in the. With that being said, annoying. I would want. Uh, I don't want any Zelda movie if it's not Ocarina of Time. That's the only one I want. Well, I wonder. So I don't know because, like, they're not a, they're not um, what's the word like uh, uh redoing like say a storyline from any of the Mario games. So I feel like they would just do its own story, like a brand new thing, just Zelda. I don't know if I like that. I Mario games really have storylines. I want Ocarina of Time well, on, on the screen, like Mario Galaxy, Mario Sunshine. Like they all. I mean, listen, it's a basic story, right? Bowser kidnaps princess and. Yeah, know, I mean, they're not really storylines as far as like Zelda's got storylines. No, no. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I agree. Ocarina of Time, Breath of the Wild, I guess could work. Um, Meh. But I, I feel there's like really no story to that. Well, even even Link between or not a Link to the Past could make a good movie if they did it right. You know what I mean? Link but, to the uh, Past, good. but it's got to be like fucking, that, that fuck, area. You know that area. Fucking give me Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask would be great. That would be yeah. fantastic if that's the storyline they went with. That's my favorite of the Zelda games. Put my Majora's Mask. Yeah. yeah, and that's one of the more I mean, adult. One of the they could also like, just uh, come up with their own storyline to it all. they end up doing though with Zelda. They would do their own storyline, say it's its own timeline. You know, the Zelda fucking the Zelda fucking timeline is all over the place. So, but yeah. anywho, I think that's it, guys. We went over everything, and uh, the frames oh. just keep dropping. It's fucking annoying me. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is wrong with my intranet. It's like your opinion. It sucks. Uh... <laughs> Uh, says the guy who's not going to watch any movies anyway. And there's your intro. <laughs> it probably the frames probably dropped at that exact moment, so you might have probably no, it did. Anyway. No, it, it they were good. They were really good at that point. I, I don't know why the frames are dropping. It's fucking annoying. I think it's Discord. Right? I, I can't. I can't really get upset when Steve disses me because he's not going to watch it anyway. So it's like, you know, I'm going to watch it just to spite you now. Fuck I you. Hope, I hope you do. I mean, shit. I want it to do well. Go watch it in theaters. <laughs> I hope we all hate it. I hope we all hate it. It would be I a great like day. To. I really feel like I'm going to hate it, but I really don't want to. I want to love yeah. it. You know what I mean? But I feel like there were so many game references, and it just looks like it's taking everything I want and putting it in the movie. But that could be a bad thing. They could be giving us too much. 100% going to be a bad thing. You know. Mm. But anyway. Too much. You guys let us know if anyone watches this after the fact. Should Mario be live action or is animated the right way to go? Because uh, I'm all by myself here. I think it should be animated, and they all think that I'm crazy for saying that. So I don't get it. You can have both. You can have. You can have both. both. 
Right. You Sonic's can have a, li- you can have a li- live action Zelda and an animated Mario. There you go. Have both. I no, want, that's not what, what I we want. Said. If they're going to go live action and they're going to bring Mario this, into it, then give us a Captain N movie. So stuck on Bob Trying so hard. What did you say? Like, like you're, you're so stuck on Bob Hoskins that you're just like, I never want it to happen again. I never want it to happen. Why would that be a bad thing? He's a fantastic actor. Secondly, I mean, I love the first Mario movie. It's all so why wouldn't you want a live action one then? What are we talking about? What was this whole half an hour? You guys, you guys don't listen. You guys don't what listen. Is this? It wouldn't be a good whole adaptation. Half an hour. That one is a horrible adaptation. I mean, like I've literally been saying the same thing from from beginning to end. You said you loved it. I you loved, said you I love loved Bob it, Hoskin. man. It doesn't mean it's a good adaptation. It had nothing to do with Mario. You could have called it anything else. You could have called it fucking New York Brothers. And it would have been the same fucking movie is my point. It's not a good adaptation. You can't do a good Mario adaptation if you do it in live action. It's literally what I've been saying from and beginning to end. You 100% can. All right. I beg to differ. See, you just need the right person to do it. That's all. I beg to differ. Yeah. That's it. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we're done here. Yeah, no, we're done. I'm going to end the stream. I think it's over. I'll end the stream now before uh, we lose. Brought to you by DJ. Uh, make sure everybody checks out the uh, trivia. Like, follow, subscribe, everything. We got the trivia game Over- going. Oversell podcast is coming soon, right? For the the next episode. Accessory. Technical, technical issues with that, but it's coming. This very, Discord very sucks. Yeah. When is, when uh, is uh, the next MVP, Fred? This weekend. Okay, so this weekend yeah, is MVP. MVP. You got weekend. Oversell coming soon, and then uh, if you didn't catch this live, I'll try to get it on YouTube if it's even watchable. Um, but we'll get the audio out on the podcasting so you can always listen to it. And uh, yeah, on YouTube right now at, at eight thirty every day is uh the trivia contest. We're finishing up round one and then going right into round two. So make sure you like and subscribe everywhere, and we'll see you guys next week. This guy lost. Yeah, I lost on oh, terrible trivia. <laughs> You're trash. Yeah, yeah, trash panda. I'm a trash panda with trivia. Make sure we like, follow, and subscribe, everybody. I think you got that in there. I think you stuck that in there. That just is the longest ending of ever to a podcast. No. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I think it might have been Discord because of the frame drop. We were having the same problem with uh, me and John. Yeah, it happens in all his stuff.